This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, doing everyone? Welcome back to our last video pre-lockout. We're going to be going through the trades for the People Squad and also mine and go through our little preview for all the games this week. Let's start off with the trades and we'll go through our, our, my, my team to start off with. Actually making two trades this week. We'll be bringing in Adam What's Doing just because I just want to just kill myself and... Uh, you know, frustrate myself again with with what happened last time. Obviously, brought him in, did really well for a couple of games, and then got moved to the centers and, and stuffed me up with that negative game. Hopefully, that doesn't happen this time. They do have a nice run for the last bunch of games, and you know, especially with the dogs, I believe this week. So, yeah, with that, with them this week, I think you'll be able to score well from here on in. You get him at a slight discount to some of the other guys that are averaging sort of mid, you know, fifties plus. Um, and he covers the wing fullback in the half position for me, which I think I'm really struggling with at the moment, especially with Fogs being a chance of not not returning with Toby Sexton seemingly uh, winning winning the role. There's every chance that Fogs could play with Sexton if they're really liking him, and and you know, and they could drop Ash Taylor for example. But that's where I'm at at the moment. I uh, brought in Adam and also you know obviously traded out Ben Hunt and I traded out Nico Hines. So those two for Reed Mane. And Dewey. So Dewey covers half and the wing fullback position, so I have the cover now. Uh, obviously, do have Manu as, as that potential cover as well, uh, but not having any hooker cover uh, would have been just Connor Watson only. So doing that with, with Reed uh, is really helpful to, to bring him in there. So we've got that as my two trades for the week. The, the team, I'm not really happy with at the moment. I had, you know, obviously CHN this week, Nico Hines needing to be moved on. You've got Fogg struggling. You've got Ben Hunt. So I had four four players that I wanted to remove and only could pick two. And 
I'm just hoping that Fogs get his chance to come back. Whereas it goes like CHN, uh, CHN I, I wish I could trade out, but I'm just going to give him one week and see what happens there off the bench if he, you know, if he can get 50-odd minutes and, and play a different role and be a little bit more of a runner and get those tackle breaks and stuff. He can bump up that score really quickly. You know, hopefully something similar to what Fafita you know, can do uh, for the Titans. Nico Hines' role, role has changed. It looks like he'll be losing a fair few minutes like he did on the weekend. I, I don't see anything changing from that. They've got Harry Grant coming back off the bench, and, and this gives, you know, where, where do those minutes come from for Pap? You know, they're, they're going to be moving Smithy into the middle. Grant can play at nine. Pap's going to come on and play fullback. So where does where does Hines sit? And uh, it's probably not a bad shout for them. He, he, he's obviously someone who's who's dominated, um, you know, dominated a lot for the, for the Storm guys. Uh, across this this season and, and probably wouldn't be uh, too bad of an idea just to give him a little bit of a break. So, yeah, those are the guys that I've decided to move on, and this is all I yeah, this is all I can do. I'm gonna I'm gonna loop CHN because there's every chance that he plays 20, 30 minutes. I think Watson he's not gonna score that that poorly again. He's coming up against the Broncos team, so I think he'll be able to score fairly well. So I think I'll just play him. Um, if if CHN doesn't too well doesn't go too well, I've got Verrills to come in. But again, it's just not, it's not very exciting to be fair. Thankfully, I've got three trades remaining. 58k in the bank, so I can I can move on a couple of these guys next week, and you know, uh, which is you know, obviously pretty lucky compared to what a lot of other guys uh, you know can do in their teams at the moment. Really not happy with the halves position. I'd love a DC or a Hughes or something like that. So at worst, I could I could downgrade CHN and upgrade Fogs next week, and that could get me I could get a Trindle and I can get a um, DCE or a Hughes or something like that, which would um, which would round out the team a lot more and leave me with one trade. Um, yeah, for the remainder of it. I think that would be ideal for this team. But that's where we're at for that one. And currently only making one trade in the people squad. Let me know what you guys think as to whether this would be a, a smart option, just making the one. But Ben Hunt uh, goes out and Cam Murray comes in. We bring Moses back in and, and we can play him um, starting side bench, whatever we need to do. We have Tyson Gamble, who's going to be playing first tonight, and that's why he's in the starting side. Very, very strong bench in it. We're sitting with you know, Watson. We're going to have as our loop guy tonight. And then decision will be whether we play Reese Walsh, whether we play Schuster. I think Schuster's going to have a bit of a tough time against the Storm. Maybe he's going to get like a 40, I'd say, which you know, would be a pretty solid game if he's playing the, close to 80 minutes. Reese Walsh coming up against Cronulla, I believe, have, will have an easier time of it. And their team's you know, a little bit more improved this week. They um, are very much out on their feet last week and, and still played pretty well. But you know, getting their big forwards back, I think it's going to be really helpful for Walsh to get some space out the back and, and do his thing. So that's the theory with the one trade. In terms of other options, we do have guys like Ewan Aiken who could be solid. Obviously, Bradman Best is another one. Like Just more thinking of the fact that we don't have any centre cover. So I suppose at worst, if, if, if it comes to that, we could, we could trade someone out and, and bring some centre cover in, whether it be Jack Bird, um, yeah, Aiken, any of those guys would be ideal in that position. Guys like Rapana as well. Um, but other options, you know, in terms of trade-outs would only be like Watson or Schuster. And the rest of the team's really solid. You know, really happy with where we're at on that one. We could do a cash-out. We could do a Trindle or something like that. If we wanted to get a Cleary next week, then we would have to lose one of the 800K guys. You know, we'd, we'd have to, what, shore up 1.4, mil between between two players, which is crazy, um, to be able to get two, a 228 and a, and a 1.21 with Cleary if he does happen to come back this week or next week. So that is only an option if one of the big dogs gets injured. So for Fido or Haas, Papali'i, Hughes, DCE, what else do we got? Trebojevic. 
So if any of those highest happens to get suspended or injured, then we then we could do a downgrade upgrade, and that would leave us with three trades for the last four rounds, three rounds um, after that. So we probably, you know, if, if things go as they are and there's an injury every week, then we'll use all our trades, and if not, then we probably won't. So it might not, might not want to be the best shout to, to leave so many trades in the bank, but we also only traded when we needed to. So that's, that's that with the two teams at the moment. This team obviously looking much better than mine. And obviously, we'll finish a lot higher, considering we're 607th compared to 984. That's that, guys. Let's go through the games for the week. And, and you're looking at the Raiders and the Dragons. Oh, sorry. One, one too far. Looking at the, the Knights and the Broncos in this one. I think the Knights have a, a decent chance, but I see a pretty close game here. I'm expecting a pretty big game from Ponga, actually, who was someone that we we thought about possibly bringing in, whether we do a Watson or Shustafa Ponga. They have a really nice run for the next bunch of weeks, and I'd suggest him as being a really strong uh, trading this week being you know, somebody who's just over 600k and has the potential to be an 800k player like a 60 point player uh, so yeah I see him going out and scoring a try for sure will will the boys on the left do as well this week look I think is a, a very good chance to that but also you know you see with with Pierce being back you can see a, a nice try or two from from you guys on the right in, in Hunt and, and, and Man there so keep an eye on that if you're looking for try scorers on the Broncos side I'd be looking at Asako at sort of that one, you know, one dollar eighty kind of range there, um, and even Jordan Ricky with how good he's been going at the moment. But yeah, I expect a fairly close game with this one. I'd you know be looking at like a twenty four twenty two kind of scoreline, um, and that could go either way. So whatever you would decide on that one, let's go to the uh, Raiders Dragons, and this one's a really interesting one. There, you know, look at the the players that the the Dragons have got back. You obviously see. Bird returning. They haven't picked Dufty, which is interesting. Lomax coming back is awesome for their goal kicking as well as you know his his incredible play. They don't lose too much on the on the outside. Obviously, Ben Hunt's the big one. So how much that plays a part when you, you're playing with Clune and, and Norman? Can Norman run them around? That's going to be the question. I'm, I'm expecting a pretty big bounce back from the Raiders after their poor performance last week, going you know going down eighteen nil early. I expect them to come out and win this game. So I'm thinking a sort of a twenty eight to to fourteen. Raiders to Dragons for that one. All right, so moving on to Eels and Rabbitohs. It's probably going to be close to the best game of the round, uh, apart from, you know, there's really two really good ones this week. We've got the top four um, basically going going head-to-head. Um, if you count Penrith, is not playing like a top four side right now. Fair enough. But yeah, Eels and Rabbitohs and also the Storm and, and the Manly Boys. But this one here, Eels and Rabbitohs, who do we pick? That's that's the real question. I've got this feeling that the Rabbitohs can come over the top of them. I just think they've got a little bit more firepower than the moment. Eels just aren't playing their best. Obviously, getting Moses back is awesome for their team, and and we'll be able to see if if him being there, um, you know, how important that is to them, and, and if that they can be that top four, you know, really decent top top four chance, or are they someone that's going to you know, fall away come finals time? Um, you know, obviously, those guys, that, those guys, and the Panthers are kind of struggling a little bit with you know Manly, South, and Storm killing at the moment. So. I have a good feeling that the Rabbitohs could come over the top of them, but Eels' defence is much better than a lot of the teams that they've been playing. So I'm expecting it to be a little bit more of a tighter contest, this one. I'd probably go the unders, so sort of like close to like a 40 points scored, and we'll go Rabbitohs 22 to the Eels 18. All right, moving on. Number four, Warriors Sharks. I, yeah, again, don't see as this, this being a very high-quality game. Into, I've seen a lot of drop ball in here. I'm expecting a good game from Reese Walsh. Good to see Harris Tavita back for them. I think he'll be he'll be really really good. Um, and the big boys, Fenor Blake Lodge, um, Aiken could have a really good game as well. But yeah, they've got Josh Curran back also. So I definitely see an improvement out of them. Uh, CHT running around with Sean Sullivan. 
Sean O'Sullivan, I should say. Um, Sharks boys put up a fight against Manly, who were obviously the powerhouse with Tommy Trebojevic. But who do we pick? I think he's just going to pick the Sharks, even though you know the Warriors had such a, a nice win against the, the Tigers boys last week. I think you'd go Sharks just in that one. Um, a fairly... Fairly high-scoring affair, I'm seeing in this one. Sort of 28-22 will go to the Sharks. All right, moving along to Roosters and the Panthers, which is also a pretty solid game. So there will actually be a bunch of decent ones this week. And then, you know, a lot of the lower teams playing against each other, which will, you know, show some some close ones there. But Roosters and the Panthers. I am picking a Panthers win if Cleary plays and a Panthers loss if he doesn't play. The Roosters were awesome last week, you know, winning 28-0 over the Eels there. So, yeah, Cleary in. Awesome. If not, not good. Um, you know, make your try and make your tip as you know, as late as possible. Get you know, get the the late mail an hour before. You'll obviously get the you know, being a Saturday night. You'll get the twenty four hour late mail, uh, five thirty on Friday night. So before those, uh, before the two games tomorrow, which will be helpful, especially for your trades as well. If you're looking to pick up a Cleary in this one, um, but you know, expecting a big game from Manu Tedesco again, sort of carrying him along, um, and, and someone like Crichton to do really well as also. Um, Definitely would be expecting a try out of one of them too. So good luck if you're having a go at that one. Um, and yeah, just have a, keep an eye out on what Burton's going to do. So he'll end up back in the centres. Uh, might be for Capewell going uh, to number 12 and, and Sorensen going back to the bench. It'll also be interesting to see how Pangai plays if he really makes an impact for the Panthers guys. So yeah, make a decision on that one as it comes along. All right, Eagles in the storm. Do we think, you know, this is going to be the big test for the, the Manly boys. I just don't see anyone beating the storm, especially with Grant back. They're completely full strength now. It looks like Hughes will be there, which is great. I just yeah, I just don't see them getting beat. You know, they've had their they had their scare against the Cowboys and they and they played, you know, solid last week. I just think that in this one it's probably gonna be a little bit more lower scoring again, like a twenty two eighteen kind of style. Four four tries to three or four to four with a couple of missed goals. Um and also just pick the the storm guys to just get up in this one. Um and a and a slightly lower game from someone like Trebojevic. Or and or DCE, um, but very similar on the other side. And yeah, seeing Nico Hines playing fifty minutes, for example, um, expect a pretty big game from Munster, in my opinion. There um, and Grant to come on and do his thing as per normal. Uh, so that's that one. Moving on, this will be the bludger of a game. Will we see the Tigers get up? I'm expecting a big one from Adam Dewey. That would be nice. But the big one here is is Avery Lowe in that seven jersey with Bailey. Um, you're coming into the sixth role, playing that running role. Yeah, Avrilo's going to get back to you know, back to kicking. I'd be definitely playing him in your side this week. So expect a pretty yeah pretty big game for him with this with this um, yeah with their attack, especially in his hands. So that's that there. Um, Stefano still playing amazing. Might get a sneaky meat pie in this one or a Sean Bloor one over the top uh, on the edge there. Who are we going to who are going to pick to win? That's the question. Can the dogs do it? I don't think so. It's too much going on. I can't believe Kyle Fleming and got dropped again. The poor bloke. Um, Tigers are going to win this one. After last week, I don't know. Can you, can they come back from that? We'll find out. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to well, my Cowboys. Just don't like this at all. I got my poor my poor boys just struggling at the moment, um, and then they don't get to see Fogs play. We're probably going to see Fafita go back to the bench again. There's no Peachy anymore. Tamalolo gets to play in the eleven role, so that's pretty pretty much the only thing I want I want to see from this game. Um, and obviously, some consistency on the Cowboys side, which would be ideal after. You know, playing so well against the Storm and then you know, not so good last week against the Broncos. So in this one, I'm expecting a Titans win, a 20-point win. 
36 to 16, something like that. Fairly high scoring, but that's where we're at. Uh, on the, all the previews, guys, I think that is all for the week. Yeah, um, let me know your thoughts on the on the trades and if you think we should make any more in the people squad. Uh, what do you think of mine there? I think it just covers uh, both those positions. I need some need some hooker cover, I need some halves, and, and get some people that are going to be averaging sort of 55 um, and, and not people that are going to be you know, resting come the end of the year. So I think that's a... Um, I thought they were pretty smart ideas, and then you know the people squad. Uh, we're uh, getting a bit getting a bit light on the comments in the, in the people squad group. I think uh, we've had a few people drop off with uh, you know running out of trades or, or just already moving on to next year. But again, thank you to everyone who's um, who's stuck around and supporting me uh, for these for these last sort of five to six rounds when most people have run out of trades. But yeah, so I appreciate all that, guys. Hope you're enjoying these, and we'll catch you in the next ones when we're going to go through uh, you know how everyone goes across the week. Enjoy this. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.